Episode 62, 63, sorry, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And in the second hour, we bring you nerd news. Nerd news, nerd news, nerd news. <laughs> I haven't done the jingle one on time. <laughs> nerd news. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All right. So there's news articles. We talk about stuff. And we talk about more stuff. And then... Um, we do some things, yes, and then we do talk things and stuff and stuffs and things, and and then uh, then we go to break. Yes, there you go. There's the whole second hour. <laughs> What's the stuff you might add? You gotta listen. listen. Yeah. So we'll see you in a bit. Bye. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters on AquanetRadio.com. You can also find us on iTunes Radio, iHeartRadio. And tuned in. Tuned in. Just look for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Alright, so what do we got? Well, if Paul Walker didn't sign you, maybe these death celebrity deaths will. Uh, Diane Disney Miller passed away on November 19th. We... When, when did we start doing di- deaths? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> I'm like, I can understand Paul Walker and Brian Grew because they happen, you know, they're pretty popular people. Who's this person that died? It is uh, uh, Walt Disney's daughter passed away. Her eldest daughter. Yes. Their eldest daughter. She did anything popular? Well, she did a museum in San Francisco about the Disney life, uh, how how it progressed, and how it was living up with uh, Walt. So, it's in San Francisco, if anybody wants to catch it. So. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Dad was a, what do you call it, an anti-Semitic guy. So, yay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my Disney stuff. Um, of course, uh Last okay, week. no, you know what, fine. Here you go, here's a couple jokes. Did Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, did they carry your coffin away? You know? It did not say. M-I-C, <laughs> see you real soon. K-E-Y, why? Because I'm driving. <laughs> M-O-U-S-E. <laughs> All right, anybody else die? Yes. <laughs> All right. Actually, this is one Erica brought to me, and she said, I wonder if she saw it coming. Sylvia Brown, famous psychic, has yeah. passed away on the 20th of November. We were supposed to bring these last week, but we never got to nerd news. Right. So. Yeah. All right. This might cheer you up. <laughs> Ang- <laughs> Angry ghost hunters torch historic house after no ghosts show up. That's the whole show. No ghost ever shows up. It's like, I think it's why well, these take... were amateur ghost hunters. This yes. wasn't the actual show. No, no, this wasn't. This wasn't ghost hunters from Sci-Fi. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no ghost has ever shown up and went. Yeah, hey, you guys looking for me? <laughs> you rang. Yeah, <laughs> I heard you were looking for me. Yeah. How you doing? I'm a ghost. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Your night's complete. Sean will though. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> when Sean dies. We are up. going to get some some paranormal like. Okay, you know what? Here, electronic you need that. stuff. <laughs> we'll we'll set up that. an EVP session so you can still go. Here, here we go. Um, Playboy Mansion. <laughs> um, in the in the uh, in the grotto. 
No, just the just the area. I'm just okay. going to wander the area. Um, yeah, but we need to know where to meet you. I'm telling you, I'm giving you a list of places that you can go hit. Right. I'll be there. Playboy Mansion. Um, Sunday night I'll live at, with the Geeksters at the Playboy Mansion. Uh, I'll, I'll go to Disney World. Sure. Which one's that? Is that Florida the one in Florida. Florida. Thank one you. Florida. I, mean, I don't know the difference between the two. Disney's Disney. And uh, I, I, will, I will be in the Haunted Mansion. I'll make it real easy for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fake goes, fake goes, fake goes, Sean. Yes, I will be there. I'll be like, ooh, look at me. I'll be the one mooning everybody. <laughs> All right. That way, one of these things is not like the other. Hey, fuck you. I'm a ghost. <laughs> I think we found them. <laughs> um, Mommy, that ghost looks really real. <laughs> boo. That ghost uh, just give me the finger, Mommy. I will, uh, let's see. Hmm. I'll make a list of places I would haunt so you guys can go like a whirlwind tour. <laughs> you know, I'll Sounds haunt- expensive. <laughs> yes. Can we expense this? No, the thing is you make it to a TV show and let them front the bill. The production company will go, oh, yeah, it sounds like a show. We need to sell this to sci-fi. Like, yeah, why not? They'll buy anything. Like, r- fucks, <laughs> like right now. Destination lies. Yeah. <laughs> Where he never finds anything, but they send him all around the world. <laughs> yep. And wrestling. <laughs> Which is fiction, is so but not sci- science fiction. fiction. So how did they burn this place down, Ed? I'm they, assuming magic. With fire? <laughs> well, they went, Paul they, Walker drew by? <laughs> <laughs> hey? <laughs> we need to clock how many of these jokes we're making. <laughs> there were seven members of the group from, aging from 17 to 31 years old. That explains They it. were drinking, and of course they wanted to start a bonfire inside the plantation. Because that, that's where you want to start a bonfire. Inside a freaking plantation. <laughs> so this plantation dated back from 1851 in La Blue Plantation in Arabia, Louisiana. You know, back now, when they put firewalls and things. Now, just because these sound like a bunch of rocket scientists, I'm also assuming <laughs> these people didn't have permission to be in there. They probably snuck in. That, it doesn't say they. It does not say that they had permission to get in here, but they did not say that they broke in. So they but, sound like I'm assuming that's your bunch, true on that yeah. one. So there you go. Bing, 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 <laughs> so if you get bing, frustrated, bing, bing. do give, something stupid. Giving us ghost hunters that are trying to be legit bad name, I'm telling you. Taps must be upset. Wait, okay, since you're in, why don't you just come out and say, oh, I'm also a ghost hunter. Like, you just kind of threw that out there expecting the audience to know that you've done that before. I've done it before. He doesn't really believe it. See, that's the thing. He just wants to do it. And it, uh, I'll be honest, it was boring. Because there's nothing going on. <laughs> That's right. Because Sean's I not was dead yet. To see something. It's like, hey, we're gonna go sit in a house with shit. You know, like, ooh, like, dude, you're not fucking Ghostbusters. Let it go. Right. I just, no. But we got permission from the place, and we didn't set any fires. And you weren't drunk. We, and we left the place as good as we left, went in. Were you drinking? No, not, not no, at because all. they're consummate professionals. We That's take right. our ghost hunting shit seriously. That's right. It's not a job; it's an adventure. <laughs> have either of you ever gone ghost hunting? Adventure when you're drinking? No. no. Okay. Neither um, have I. No. I don't think I'd be able to do it. I've watched entirely too many ghost movies. I scare myself when I go to a bathroom here. Really? Yes, I do. <laughs> 
Because I keep forgetting there's a mirror. Okay. <laughs> well, why don't what? you just pretend they're all like Patrick Swayze and ghosts? <laughs> I think it'd be easier to feel I swallow. scare myself with my own goddamn reflection when I go into the bathroom. <laughs> so, yeah. Is the light on or off? The light, the light is on. So you know that the mirror is there. I keep forgetting that the mirror is there. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Shut up. Hence the reason I can't be a ghost hunter. Here's a question. If you ever a ghost, would you scare yourself? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I will make a terrible... <laughs> walks, walks past the mirror. Oh my god. Oh, it's just me. <laughs> a ghost! Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. I'm dead. All right. So, ghost hunters, morons, drunks, <laughs> burned down house. What's next? <laughs> I don't like the next ones. So I'm just moving on. What was the next one? It was Arrow episode synopsis teases the arrival. Yeah, move on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a spoiler. Yeah, because well, actually it doesn't because it doesn't tell you who it is. It gives you the name of a character. It does? I didn't think that was the character. So I was like, because I was like, who? Because you don't know that character's real name. That's right. If you know that character and you hear the characters, it's like saying, hey, we're going to have a character named Bruce Wayne on the show. Who? Exactly. <laughs> you know, like if you go, oh, we're having, uh, we're having this guy on, we can't tell you who he is, but he goes by the name of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> if you're a fan, you know who he is. <laughs> I guess I'm not like, a big of a fan of Arrow, so... It's not Arrow. The guy that he, who he is, yeah. is huge in the comic book. Yeah, tell me later. <laughs> All right, I'm not really a DC guy. I like the show Arrow, but you played video games, right? Yeah. Okay, you've played the Batman games, right? Yeah. He's in the Batman games. Oh, okay. <laughs> the light bulb hasn't gone on. No, yet. he hasn't. <laughs> So let's move on to Marvel. <laughs> All right. Marvel talked to Idris Elba about playing Luke Cage. So what happened? You smart. <laughs> well, they talked about it, and he was interested in doing the character, but it went nowhere. And now, of course, Luke Cage is going to the small screen of Netflix. Right. So he's not going to do that. But, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's a shame, but uh, he's done a lot of great things in television with Luther. Uh, he was in the, on the wire, of course, and the big C, but uh, he I think he wants to move on to movies. Well, I mean, he's got a, he's got a nice big enough career in movies and television. I mean, he's like I said, he is the he's British Britain's version of Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you know what? Slap a green suit on him, turn him into John Stewart. I'd rather see him as Green Lantern than rehash Hal Jordan. Mm-hmm. John Stewart's a way better character, and he'd pull it off. Yeah, that's so. true. That is true. I, I could see that. Yeah. Oh, well, no no, Luke Cage. Oh. No. Okay. How about this? You like to spend money. For $200, you simply must own a copy of Moby Dick rewritten in Japanese emotions. What? Emoticons. Emoticons, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I read too fast sometimes. Uh, still what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd rather spend $200 on... Breaking Bad than uh, that. Why would I spend two hundred dollars on that? Well, of course, all of science, his, sci-fi history has shown us that Moby Dick is probably a classic. And of course, on Star Trek, you always see Captain Kirk or Captain McCart with a copy of Moby Dick in their ready rooms or in their in their uh, 
I don't remember any of that. The okay. only time I remember the, the, the any kind of any kind of Moby Dick references in First Contact, where the cards hunting down the Borg, and he refuses. He they must die, and she's like, Captain Ahab needs to get his white whale. Yes, and no, it must stop here. That whole scene. Yes, that's the only time in all of sci-fi history that I've ever heard Moby Dick uttered. So, well, that's what it says in the article. But anyway. someone somewhere will buy this book. I, however, would take that two hundred dollars and go buy my Shira light up sword. <laughs> Thank you very much. So that's much. a better investment right there. The it lights up. <laughs> but what, like, why, why did they decide to translate this into emoticons? Because they want to make $200. And uh, because someone somewhere will buy it. Somebody uh, stupid will no buy it. No one's buying that. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. If anybody out there is listening who is going to buy this book... Let us know. Yes. But it's and Japanese emoticons. It's not even like standard emoticons. So why not just, you know, translate it into, into, you know, Japanese and sell it that way? There you go. They're all, you know, visual. All right. <laughs> oh, Dave, you would buy it? Would you buy it for $200? No, I would not. How about 150 Not even for 25 How about 20 How about on half.com for 5 bucks? Maybe 20 20? Okay. Maybe 20. All right. Just to see why somebody put the effort in to even bother doing that in the first place. Yeah. That makes zero sense to me. Like, nope, nothing. <laughs> I wonder if it's part of, like, Japanese kawaii culture. I'm stupid. Explain that. <laughs> that I, right. I was like, kawaii is um, uh, the best way I can explain it is sort of like cute adorable kind of things like stuffed animals and like fake um like think uh uh like um um like the chichi bees or whatever like that yeah the, hello the kitty. yeah uh hello kitty the stuffed animals the uh, you know the pigtails right. and the, the little like yeah. the Pikachu's and yeah, and then yeah. they take your Marvel characters and make them all cute and little. Yeah, kids. and the yeah. giant yeah. eyes and like the, you know the the girls who Powerpuff like Powerpuff Girls, you know, yeah, stuff like that. I like Powerpuff Girls. So I'm kind of wondering <laughs> if it's like if it's something along those lines, like they're trying to make it like, you know, fit in with the sort of Kauai culture. Yeah, all right. For two hundred dollars, no, yeah, not no. a chance. All right. And I, I love, I really am, you know, I like Hawaii culture, but not for two hundred. <laughs> I'll buy my Shira sword. Thank you very much. All right. Now look, okay, what's next? Well, you know, since she's talking about having the Shira sword, and maybe she'd dress up this as cosplay, a wearable clown costume made of Legos. We can have See, loose oh, Lego. Hold on for a second. I want to teach you a little something about comedy. Yeah. Just for a second. Yeah. Okay. It's a wearable clown costume made yeah. completely of Legos. Earlier this evening, what were we talking about? Dave's funeral. Yeah. Clowns. Yeah. That's the joke. I was trying to do a segue with the with the Shira sword. Thing. No, the callback. Oh, the callback. Call hey, you know, since the, here we go for Dave's funeral. We can all dress up <laughs> like Lego clowns, according to this news article. <laughs> My casket could be made out of Legos. That'd be kind of cool. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then well, you, you drop you, it, and we all step step on them like. Ah! Well, actually, you said that what we had to do was make it like a photon torpedo. Yeah, that's kind of like in Star Trek. 
Really? Back when Two, we were yeah. in high school, we originally had the conversation 20 years ago. Yeah. So the needs of the many will outweigh the needs of the few? <laughs> no, the just one? because the one. I was really into Star Trek and I wanted an airbrush school casket. <laughs> All right. That would be the most painful photon torpedo ever. Hmm? A Lego photon uh, torpedo. Ugh. Yeah. Oh. death! Because <laughs> it would fall apart about mid flight. <laughs> All those Lego blocks falling from the sky. <laughs> Tragedy at a funeral today. <laughs> so, so. Lego's lo- Lego casco was launched out of a cannon and <laughs> fell apart about mid flight. So this dude made a costume of Legos? Yes. We made hands and feet and a uh, head out of Legos that he wears as a costume. Hmm. All right, so basically he's Minecraft. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask why? Because you can, I guess. <laughs> sure. Because apparently he gets he gets become a news article. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hot off the um, press. Next question: How many Legos? Doesn't say. Son of a bitch! All that were needed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As many as I needed to complete the task. But he's also made Captain America, Santa Claus, and even a giant Lego zombie. But this one is above and beyond. A Lego clown suit complete with glove shoes and even removable glasses. The great thing about it is that even as this creation could make you shit a brick if you encountered it in a dark alley, you know the guy wearing it would have to be a whole lot of trouble running after you. I like to see that actually. Somebody running in a <gasps> Lego outfit. I want to see a Lego outfit 5K. I want to see like 20 people trying to run a 5K in this thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm punching out of this article because my whole thing is the moment, you, the moment you take your first running step, the moment you slammed your foot down, it breaks apart. It's gonna Maybe be the- they crazy glue it together. Uh, then, yeah. but then want to be really, or maybe old. maybe the feet aren't covered. Like maybe it's from the ankle up. Oh, so you kind of look at like it's a onesie with like the yeah, yeah. maybe huh? make make the uh, the track covered with Legos. So if they <laughs> place their foot the wrong way, they'll be stuck. Oh wait a minute, I gotta pull my foot off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just would be heavy. I would think. <laughs> There's a lot of weight, I think, if you... 28 hours later, <laughs> they got, like, five inches. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> there's okay. a whip, there's a way. <laughs> <laughs> Move it! <laughs> I don't feel anything. I'm wearing a Lego suit. <laughs> the whip doesn't hurt as bad as the Legos. Fuck you. <laughs> Throw we... Legos on the track. <laughs> Every time I wish my ass, another brick goes up my ass. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Lego Lucy, you hurt so good. <laughs> this guy needs to make us a Lego Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know where we're going to store her. I don't know what we're going to do with her. He just needs to make us a Lego Lucy. <laughs> just so we can have her. She can sit in the corner. <laughs> okay, but if you but you got to promise to feed her and dress her and take care of her. Right. <laughs> it's your responsibility. You're the one that wants her. Because <laughs> I'm not taking her out for a walk. 
<laughs> Ellis will come in. What the hell? <laughs> Talk to Erica. It's hers. <laughs> but I promise I'll love it and I'll take care of it and I will wash it. And... Guys, I need help. She weighs like 300 pounds. No. No. You knew the responsibility when you said you wanted it. <laughs> you you got, wanted it. You got to take care of it. got to carry her down the steps limb by limb. <laughs> brick by brick. <laughs> if the TV doesn't get her, the Lucy Lego will. <laughs> <laughs> We're saddened to announce the death of Erica today. <laughs> crushed by Lucy Lego. <laughs> Her parting words were, I thought I'd die under a man. <laughs> and uh, out of commemorative honor, Brickhouse. There <laughs> 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 you go. Let the punishment fit the crime. <laughs> <laughs> Two snorts. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> From laughing, right? Oh. <laughs> no, she was trying to. She was trying to rub Lucy Lego across her face. <laughs> Inappropriate jokes are funny. <laughs> So what's the next news article? <laughs> One of these domain names could be the real Batman versus Superman title. Okay. Could be. What could are they? Be. Man of Steel, be. Battle of the Night. Man of Steel, Black of Night. Man of Steel, Darkness Falls. Man of Steel, Night Falls. Or Man of Steel, Night Falls. Oh, and perhaps Man of Steel, Shadow of the Night. Or Man of Steel... The Blackest Hour. There's more than Man of Steel. <laughs> the Darkestness Within. Or Man of Steel, I'm confused. Or, or there, none of them is going to be that? Yes, apparently, though, well, Warner Brothers have uh, I would say they're all requested probably... all these domain names for the possible title of the film. Or the possible title of a comic book. <laughs> I mean, does it actually say, like, who bought these? Warner Brothers does own... DC Comics. Mm -hmm. So we'd be safe to assume that Warner Brothers would buy the domain names for these things if they're coming out with a whole new, like, Darkest Hour. Like, yeah, for, like, the Blackest Night um, arc for Green Lantern. Yeah, I'm just trying to read, see if it uh, gives me any, any indication on the article itself. And you're right, it could be, it could be for a comic book. But everybody thinks it's going to be for the sequel of the... Everybody, because everybody wants to think it's for the sequel. Exactly. But there's nothing there that would indicate anything regarding, like, Black of Night. What do you mean? Like, there's nothing... Like, usually with a sequel name, it's usually kind of like Thor, the Dark World. Because the world was dark. Like, you know, <laughs> it was the drow elves and stuff like that. I can't see... Like, even... Uh, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. He kind of had a thing. He stole all the nuclear weapons and said, you guys do not get any. Right. It was his quest for peace. So I can't see how any of those titles would be closely remote to being a title. Like, again, I saw there just by skimming it over, what's wrong with World's Finest? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's how they went by for years. Or just Man of Steel 2. That's true. <laughs> that's boring. 
But that's all you need. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah you don't need, like... Uh, okay, because I know Avengers 2, the Age of Ultron, but that kind of sums up what you're going to expect. Right. You know? Like Man of Steel, the blackest hour? <laughs> like, that definitely sounds like, you know, like it, it reminds me of the... We call it the the Black Green Lantern Corps. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. <laughs> That's right. That's what I've been talking about for the past five minutes. <laughs> well, it could be comic book related. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I zoned out for You know, that's minutes. why it could be comic book related because <laughs> it's, you know, all that, you know, blackest hour, the darkest with darkness within. Uh, it sounds more like a comic book. So. Yes. What's wrong, Ed? I keep hearing breathing. Yeah, it's Dave. Oh, okay. Is it me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Psh, oh, man. Breath it. <laughs> Hi, Ed. <laughs> Hi, Sean. It's a ghost. It's Paul Walker. You're calling us. <laughs> you know, I'm like holding the overweight. What do you want? <laughs> I'm thinking it's me for some reason. I'm like, I'm like holding my nose trying to. <laughs> my mouth isn't even that close to the microphone. <laughs> I hear you breathing. I can see you. <laughs> I see you when you touch yourself. <laughs> Hey, it sounded like someone was unzipping something. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's not that kind of a show. That's the kind of goes with it's called it? the modern retelling of the entity. <laughs> I'm a ghost. <laughs> oh my god, who's touching me? <laughs> Casper really is a friendly ghost. It's the friendliest one you'll know. <laughs> All right, so what else? <laughs> you want more? Oh, okay, I'll give you more. No, I don't like that one. Move on. <laughs> I want socks. How about this one? 3D printing human flesh can replace animal testing. All right. They're making ways now. Of course, if we've been talking about 3D printing for the last month, and they are making ways that you can make um, genetic uh, material out of uh, human parts. So they can use that for testing instead of actual animals. So Okay. So they're gonna print out Yes human skin? Oh yeah. Human skin, human <laughs> noses, human ears, uh, hearts, right. you name it, they'll do it. Okay. Uh, uh here's a question about three D printing that I've always w- wanted to know. You might actually have to Google this, Erica. Mm-hmm. Like if they say, like I saw somebody saying they did a three D car. Yeah, it's a working three D car. Mm-hmm. How do the how does the three D printing use it to work? I mean, obviously you would need a combustionable material like fuel of some sort, right? But if you don't, if the print like this, the computer you give. The um, specs of an engine. Right. And they kind of go, okay, well, here is... it's All it is is a replica of an engine. I don't know right. how, like, the nuts and bolts of it... Like, how does it work? Yeah. Like, the electrical wires, the uh, spark plugs to cause the spark for the fuel to... You know, well, like, I it imagine... can't be all plastic from the printer. I mean, it has to have some real right. car parts. That's what right. I'm saying. Like, metallic... Everyone says, like, okay, well, this guy made a... a, a car from the 3D printer. 
I can see you making a chassis. Yeah. You know, but you still need electrical current. You still need a battery. It's not like a plastic material could kind of go like, oh, here's an alkaline battery that I created out of nothing. Like, you can't have, like, a a plastic oil pan, you know, in your car that will, because eventually that oil will heat up up, and melt. Melt, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, how does, as fancy schmancy as the 3D printing element is, it feels like, though, people are going, oh, I made a car. How does it work? I made a car. (laughs) You know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, we're going to have human flesh. How's that work? I human a flesh! Pe- I mean a penis! <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't, like... How can they replicate human flesh when the... What material are you using to duplicate that flesh? Give me a second, I'm reading an article. Uh, yeah, I'm no, trying no, to no, read I'm, I'm, read that's my, my question. Yeah, like as cool as it sounds, test monkey. I mean, that's all I have to say. I mean, we're, I, we're not that advanced. I've yet. seen three D printing work. You know, I mean, a lot of it's in with you know. Um, oh, here we go. All right, so there's this uh, there's this one car. It's the it's called the Irby. Um, the body is made with a three D printer. Okay. Um, and then where is it? It's built in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, the basic car Canucks. was built with a metal chassis. Um, oh, and then the the sculpt they sculpted the body in clay. They scanned the clay model into a computer, refined the dimensions after doing some virtual wind tunneling testing, fed all the specs into 3D printing equipment um, at a facility in Minnesota. The first body panels were ready within weeks, far less time than it would have been required to make them in fiberglass. Um, the nature of 3D printing, which builds objects by depositing ultra-thin layers of material on top of each other, created pl- panels with no wasted plastic and therefore no wasted weight. Um, so it looks like it was built on a metal chassis. Um, so they had, like, you know, basically the metal chassis of the car, you know, the uh, the axles, the wheels, and they just went... They just kind of like opened hey. up the plastic and like popped it underneath the thing, and yeah. you know, and then they go boom, plastic car. Like this old RC cars, you yeah, stand the you body, the body out, yeah, yeah like, like, like with a modeling it. kit, you just put the body on top and you glued it in. Well, staying on the three D printer subject, uh, about a month ago, the Star Trek community was going, "Ooh, the precursor to the replicators here," because NASA's working on a food a uh, food three D printer for for uh, future space travel. Uh-huh. And I'm just thinking, who wants to stand there and watch their pizza be printed out? Why don't they just take the the ingredients up there? Like, what is the point of that? Uh, well, also, too, nutritional content. Like, what the... It's got to taste like ass. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's got to taste like chewing plastic. plastic. Like, uh, I've to had me, some that's of those just pizzas, money. <laughs> I, mean, <clears throat> I mean, I can understand, like, for prosthetics... You know what? For a hand, for an arm, like you can at least do joints with it, you know, and stuff like that. Because yeah. there's no real, um, it's all mechanics. Mm-hmm. You know, you could probably could do like you know metal fibers. Even you know, my thing though, how durable could it be? Like, I wouldn't want to drive around a plastic car. Mm-hmm. I mean, it already look at a metal car. Did a Paul Walker? <laughs> I was <laughs> saying maybe it was a three D. You know, I mean, once it's going to heat up, it's going to melt. Like, how do they sit there and go, as cool as it is, I've seen the technology in use before when they do statues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially, if, like, if a movie, you know, they'll, they'll scan the person's head, and then they use a 3D replicate. Like, basically, we saw it on Big Bang Theory. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, the whole gag is they made action figures of themselves. Okay, I can see that, but I can't see, like, working stuff. Right. Because there's too much, especially like a car. Great for body work, but not necessarily good for practicality. Well, they just, um, <clears throat> there's a lot of controversy now because people are, are able to uh, print in 3D guns. And so there, there's a lot of controversy now about the legality and the ethics behind printing weapons. Yeah, but again... My first thing would be actually the safety on that. Because if you're printing out a 3D gun <clears throat> out of plastic and you're firing a bullet that's going to essentially create fire, that could blow up in your hand. I, well, again, like, like I said, it just seems to be a lot of stupid people are trying stuff. Because, <laughs> I mean, I understand, like I said, the, the practical application. Yeah, but they've been making toy guns for ages. You know, that, that kind of plastic metal well, I think detectors. I, and- yeah, well, I, I, kind of, I, I kind of think the, the issue now is that anybody who has access to a computer and a 3D printer could make this. I see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no. I mean, it's it's to me, it's a scare tactic because you still need to have a firing pin. You still need to know how much force behind that pull. Like it. It doesn't. There's not enough. Like you still need to actually make. Like it'll be a well, great yeah. replica. Yeah. Right. But to actually practical use, I doubt it. I can't because there's too much. Like there's force. There's yeah. speed. Personally, I think it's going to be easier to go down to a gun shop and, or you know. Sure, but they're looking, they want to throw, when every time, in my, my personal opinion, is anytime new technology is introduced into society, the first thing people do is they're afraid of it. Because here you go, oh, they can make a plastic gun, what's this to get that person from putting that plastic gun in my pocket and I walk on a plane? Mm-hmm. Or have it in parts, like a la Man with the Golden Gun. I got my lighter, clink, 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 my pen, clink, clink, clink. Look, now it's a gun. I can shoot somebody with it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see the. You know, like I just don't really find the practicality usable. No, no. I mean, like I said, it, I think it'll be extremely dangerous because it will blow up in your hand. That's that's the first thing I think of. Like it's like you're going to have a combustible item that's going to carry fire. It's a plastic gun. It's going to melt. I mean, I know guys that have regular guns that you know try and use reload bullets. Would you? You can't do. It'll screw up the barrel. It could blow up in your face. Mm. You know, I've heard injury reports like where people lose eyes and mm. half their face. Unless they're using a plastic bullet as well. You yeah, know, but, but you still need, there's still, you still have to generate some type of an explosion to propel that material out. At least the right. back end of the bullet would have to be some kind of metal. Right. To, to promote with the, with the gunpowder to create that explosion that needs to propel the, the thing. So as soon right. as that you introduce that explosion in, in a little plastic environment, that's just, you know... Yeah, plastic piece fit but, in your, in your I mean, face. That's just as bad as a metal the, piece. Other than the 3D printers that you and I could buy, maybe these more industrial ones, can they make heavy-duty or plastics that are maybe flame-retardant and stronger than what we think of as regular plastic? Maybe. Like I said, the guy who built the car ca- ca- chassis. Okay, great and all. Would be great for, let's say, you know production value um but still if i'm going at 100 miles an hour and i hit a solid object we already have seen what happens when a real car hits it yeah right. they they actually talked about um the safety in this uh, i've pulled up a different article um so they're talking about um they printed it from basic white abs acrylonitrile butadiene stripe 
Strike Big words. Styrene. Yeah. Big words. Big words. I don't know what the hell it means. Anyway. So we were cautious about the thickness. We didn't want the first body to be too weak and made it thicker than we originally felt necessary. It was a quarter inch thick all around. In certain places, we added a simple crisscross egg crate structure to the inside to stiffen the panels further. So the first body was just a skin with some basic internal bracing added. Um, Even in the 3D printing world, size does matter. Size does (laughs) matter. It's not the it's the girth, not the length. So and now they're um it looks like they're working on a second version of the car. So they'll probably um it looks like they're gonna be working on the um on the the um the safety features. A, like some more for the second version, and they said the sticker price is going to be anywhere from sixteen to fifty thousand. Of course, yeah. they want to make it super expensive for the average person because well, sixteen isn't sixteen is not bad. Yeah, but that's not bad. It's the we call it, instead of airbags, it's got bubble wrap. As you're driving, <laughs> it's fun so, to crash. I would so buy that car. Oh, I missed one of the bubbles. <laughs> Back up. I just again, it's got some really great ideas behind it, but when it, come, when it comes down to actual application, does, I think it just falls short. It does. Um, like they're talking about um, where was it? They were talking about um, uh, test driving, and they said. Uh, here we go. About two years from now, Cody and Tyler, uh, Cody and Tyler Core, now 20 and 22 years old respectively, will drive coast to coast in the lozenge-shaped Irby 2, a car mostly made by 3D printing. Uh, like Jackson and Crocker, the young men will take a dog along for the ride. Um, the, uh, the first one... <laughs> Um, He's plastic too, and we're bringing our dates. We made them out of three D printing. I call this Barbie and his and his sister Barbie too. Um, <laughs> well, here, so the this was based on um, this whole thing was based in early nineteen oh three. A physician and car enthusiast, Horatio Nelson Jackson, uh, accepted a fifty dollar bet that he could not cross the United States. Wait, by what car. was that guy's name? Horatio Nelson Jackson. I was kind of hoping for Horatio Nelson. Action, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, he accepted a $50 bet that he could not cross the United States bucks. by car. Well, in 1903, 50 bucks was a lot of money. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Breaking the bank on that one. <laughs> just a few weeks later, on May 23rd, he and mechanic Sewell K. Crocker uh, climbed into a 20-horsepower Winton. I got bikes that have more horsepower than that. I have horses um, with more horsepower than that. But I'm pumped. Um, he climbed into a 20-horsepower Winton in San Francisco and headed east, accompanied by Bud, a pit bull they picked up along the way. Because um, that's what you want to do on a, tar- on a road trip. Hey, let's pick up a stray pit bull. I would. <laughs> I have. Don't judge me. Whatever. Um, <laughs> the two men uh, arrived in New York 63 days, 12 hours, and 800 gallons of fuel later, completing the nation's first cross-country <laughs> drive. Um, 
So that's what this whole, that whole thing was based on. So like Jackson and Crocker, the young men will take a dog along for the ride. Cupid, their collar and blue healer mix. Unlike Jackson and Crocker, they will spend just 10 gallons of fuel to complete the trip from New York to San Francisco. Then they refuel, turn around and follow the same west to east route taken by Jackson, Crocker and Bud. Okay. Again, now this goes back <clears> to <throat> the, what kind of combustionable engine are they using that makes 10 gallons Let me see be able to drive you cross country? Let me see if it says, hold on. Yeah, it must be, what, battery-powered most of the time? I'm thinking it's probably a a combination. Because you don't want the heat of the engine, I guess. I I don't know. Right. Like, what, they just buy, like, a hundred hamsters and put a giant (laughs) wheel on the thing, and then you just kind of go, go? They get the dog to pull it across. Yeah. (laughs) That's what the dog's for. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Mush! (laughs) Yeah, they angle a carrot in front of it, and it's just start, yeah, we're going cross-country. Got ten gallons of gas in there. It's eating away at plastic. <laughs> Woo, yeah. We're moving now. I'm looking. Moving right along in search of good times and fast food. They better wind test that thing. You ever drive and your car starts they, rocking? They did the... do wind te- Well, they did computer wind testing. Okay. Yeah, yeah because, you know, that's like real life. I can, we've never, I can see we've a plastic never, car flipping easily. We've <laughs> never seen the problem of doing something on computers and appli- well, applying you know, it in real life, and the, it goes perfect. Here's the thing. This thing has three tires, so the <laughs> only, like when I first looked at it, I, I kept... <laughs> it's a trike? Yeah, well, it's, it's a... Sort of, it's it's sort of like yeah. the. Um, uh, I've seen bicycles, you know, like guys who do like bike races yeah. use something like that chassis around it. Yeah, I think they built one of those kind of cars in like the '60s in Britain. It's called Red Robin. Yeah, uh, uh, Robin Reliant. Robin Reliant. Yeah, Rob- not to be confused it with the Red in, Rocket. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, well. It was a Mr. Bean, but remember, Mr. Bean kept tipping it over. Yeah. So when I. <laughs> Well, when I a, saw it, I kept thinking Mr. Good. Bean driving by. There, Good there, reference. There's a BBFC American show called, um, oh, what's it? Uh, Top Gear. Top Gear, yeah. And they took, a, they took a Robin and they made it into a space shuttle and they launched it into space. Well, they got into the opposite atmosphere and then it blew up. But nice. Was, I missed that episode. That was hilarious. That's awesome. I love that Some, show. Three guys in a garage basically built these rockets and they were like... I mean, it was phenomenal to watch because it looked like you're watching like a NASA. Right. It looked like a space shuttle. They put the wings on all and made it white and all, and it took off. And the two rockets from either side came off, and the main retro rocket came off. And I then think it I saw that ejected. Episode. And when it when it ejected, the explosion from the two from the car and the red rocket just blew up, and it just was a fireball coming down. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I, again, I don't really see like. Start small. <laughs> I, I can't find what kind of engine it has. Yeah, so. I mean it's got to be. I mean it's got to be some kind of combination like electric hybrid, like something because it obviously has gas and it's not using that much gas, so it must have some kind of yeah hybrid engine. I don't in know. It. Mm-hmm. Next, you know, there'll be a whole mystery. Like there's a documentary. Whatever happened to the electric car? Like supposedly some guy was able to create a fuel efficient car, mm-hmm. a combustible engine. And the government came in, kind of took it. And this guy disappeared, like mysteriously died, like months later. He's yeah. black bagged. <laughs> <laughs> or there was another guy who, um, I think there's a story about a guy who was able to turn water into a viable fuel. Into wine. Oh, yeah. You know, where it was oh, Jesus Christ. The, it, 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 <laughs> he was able to take the oxygen out of the H2O to turn it into a hydrogen combustionable engine. 
Oh, okay. So that sounds safe. Well, <laughs> hydrogen bomb. No. <laughs> we'll call the car the Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll, you know, just throw helium inside. Can I get the one that has that really pretty lead color? Yeah. The oh, humanity! <laughs> Yeah, you know, just break cashmere on the side. <laughs> yeah, all right, well, so there goes the plastic car idea. Good on them. All right. I, I guess we'll take another break, and uh, we'll talk shopping when we come back. Sounds great. All right, so see you in a bit. And we're back. Hi. See, that was part two. Yes. So uh hope you laughed. We laughed, we cried, it became a part of us. <laughs> Him. I, I think it didn't become part of me, but that's okay. <laughs> that's we'll not get... for everybody. <laughs> and then and then for the next hour, what we did was we uh Eric came up with an idea of a of a, a since it is the holiday season, you know. We're gonna go shopping. Yes. <laughs> so uh you know, tune in for part three. Yes. And if you want to contact Sean on anything we could talk to talk about, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Erica, you can kind of see how you like it. <laughs> if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Erica, you can contact her Erica with a K at wordswithgeeks.com. Or obviously you can tune in on aquanetradio.com on Sundays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. And you can also listen to us on Tuned In iTunes Radio and iHeartRadio, and go to our fa- our web page wordsweekgeeks.com to download any old bits. But you, at this point, you should know that because you're listening to the breakdown of the podcast. You went, I couldn't listen to you guys live, but that's why we have the podcast, so you guys don't miss out on all the fun. Yeah. So if you're listening to this now, then you know what the deal is and where you got it from. But they might be a new listener. That is true. Every episode could be someone's first episode. That's right. So if this is your first time listening, you should be listening to part three or part two. You should go back to part one. Yes. And then you get all the information there as well. And then go back to old shows on our wordswithgeeks.com website and listen to the funnies back then. All right. Until then, we'll see you in part three, folks. <laughs>